Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And it's your last chance to get more fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this limited-time bundle ends June 30th. Save now at cedarpoint.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Okay, TV Club, I am so, so excited for this episode. There was so much TV this past Sunday. We got a lot to get into. There was the Oscars, and more importantly for us TV folk, the Last of Us finale. Who cares about that movie thing? Oh, movies are so important, you had to make a TV show about it? Exactly, (laughs) exactly. And my guest today, I had to bring in Cody Ziegler, Matt Opadaka, two amazing, amazing people who, who, look, I... I don't know anything about The Last of Us video game or really anything that is uh, cool. So I had to bring in people who are cool and know about cool things. You know Cody. Uh, he's an Emmy-nominated writer-producer. He's written for She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, Futurama, Rick and Morty, Robot Chicken. Also, former Earwolf producer and legend, according <laughs> to my producer. Uh, and Matt, comedian, writer, producer, and co-host of the popular Get Played podcast, and a current Earwolf producer. That's right. Yeah, still trying to cement my legend. Still making that legend. Sa- yeah, status, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Still building that legend. Up. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thanks for having us. Any excuse to uh, yell about video games with Matt, even though we have a very rivalry look. Uh, we, we seem like we were enemies, but we were actually um, really we good friends. Every when we talk day. about video games. Yeah. yeah, we do actually every single day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to get into it. I have not played the video game of The Last of Us. Personally, I think the show's mm-hmm. doing a great job following the Wikipedia synopsis yeah. of the video <laughs> game that I did read. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. but it seems like the criticism I'm seeing is very video game focused. So we're going to get into mm-hmm. that. First, we're going to do our watch list. Did you watch anything else this past weekend other than The Last of Us and the Oscars? Oh, man, you know. I've been watching a lot of stuff. I just finished the name um, one thing. Okay, yeah, actually, it's uh, I'm watching so much TV right now. It's just really hard to think about uh, what shows I'm watching. No, I finished uh, Poker Face, which I really, really love. Ah, of course. Uh, yeah, I'm watching Shrinking uh, as well, which I'm also really enjoying. And this is my first season of Survivor that I'm watching as it airs. Uh, ah, and ooh, that fun. Last week was only the second episode, but uh, the premiere this year was a mess. Was 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 one of the most unhinged things I've ever seen on TV. Uh, it was un- unbelievable. People are telling me to start Survivor this season. They're like, yeah. it's still early. You could get in. It's wild. Yes. And I watched all of the Traders UK, and okay. I think I'm getting more into this kind of reality show. 
I did start Farmer Wants a Wife oh. uh, for you listeners. <laughs> Hor- it, it's like the most fake reality show. Like it's as though someone just cut pieces of other shows and put it together. Like he's talking yeah. and he's like, I don't know. People ask when I want kids and I say five years ago. And then off camera, you just hear a woman go, oh, wow, that's really nice. That's like so sweet. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I, I don't think I'm going to finish it, but... I think I could get into Survivor. I think I could. Oh yeah. It was a it was an early pandemic binge for mm. my girlfriend and I. We watched 10 seasons back to back to back. And then we took a break for like I mean, well, 2 years. Uh and a couple <laughs> like maybe 2 months ago, we jumped in at season 41, 42, 43, 44 just started airing and it's Okay. It's 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 really great. If you watch one season of Survivor, you're going to watch at least 3. You're just going to do it. It's 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 great. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I I said I'd never get into Below Deck, and now I've watched thirteen seasons of Below Deck. So, <laughs> are you a do, are you a TV crier? Do you cry at TV? Yeah, I do. Okay. Well, then Survivor, you're gonna cry every single week because I I, uh, I I watch that really? show. And just I weep watching that show. Yeah, it's great. Okay. Really? It's just a, okay. it's a it's such a release. I mean, I've never heard that from anyone. Yeah. But I cry all the time yeah. watching it. But I'm also uh, famously a big baby. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you, you wear your emotions on your sleeve. What can you yeah, respect? Yeah, that? yeah, yeah. I respect that. I mean, I still watch Grey's Anatomy just so I can cry. You got to get a couple tears out every yeah. now and then. Uh, Dear Edward on <laughs> Apple TV. The oh. only reason that show exists is to make you cry. Mm. It's about like this one child who survives a plane crash. Oh, and then the whole show goes oh, into wow. the lives of everyone else on the plane. So there's like a woman who lost her baby daddy, and she's like, "Why does this kid have to be the kid who survives?" And it like goes oh, into all their yeah. tragic stories. And the kid loses his whole family. It's so sad. I call fans of it, we're grief group. Because you just literally watch. <laughs> and you're like, what sad story are they going to tell me about the person who was sitting in 14B? Oh, <laughs> like, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Zig, what are you watching? Uh, outside of Last of Us, um, I've been rewatching The Simpsons. I'm on season six. It's, I mean, this is the most coldest, most boring take. It still mostly holds up like... Uh, it's my workout watch. So like whenever I'm like working out and I work out at home because I don't feel like going to a gym mostly. So like I, I'll throw an episode on. I usually get through two episodes and like the show is still so fucking funny. Like I'm still um, having worked on like a sort of Simpsons adjacent show. I'm still so in awe like that those people can get fucking so many jokes per page. So many and, like, jokes it's still yeah. Mostly lands. It's, it's yeah. crazy. Like I just watched one where like it's like a Treehouse of Horror episode where um Homer somehow builds a toaster that makes him go back in time. I mean like he steps on like a frog or something <laughs> and he ends up <laughs> he ends as one does and he ends yes, up going yes, to yes. reality where where uh, Ned Flanders is like a big brother type overlord and like he's getting chased by these German separatists and he pulls out like a big thing of sausage links. He's like, I'll eat these for energy and he eats them and like, it runs off and like it's such a perfectly dumb joke that yeah. uh, you should see coming but you don't see it coming and like I'm so in awe like how funny that show is. So like yeah. I'm going to keep watching it until I think it hits the wall but I'm not sure. I think that'll be a couple more seasons before I I think so that. and even I, I've been, I restarted rewatching some of it. I feel like every time I take some kind of, I don't know writing workshop or like just start thinking about like scripts it's one of those shows i return to because they get so many jokes in and i i don't watch the current seasons yet or Mm -hmm. i guess someday i'll watch them Mm -hmm. but i saw a review that came out for the most recent episode that was like 
it's still good. They totally revitalized the character of Bart and did something absolutely oh, cool. different with him that like brought this. And I was like, that really does give me something to look forward to. Wow. I'm, I'm going to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. It's it's one of those things where like I uh, I'm not sure about you guys, but like when I right around college is when I stopped watching a lot of things because yeah. I didn't have money to pay for cable and stuff. So mm-hmm. like I went from like season 15 or whatever the Simpsons. And like when I came back out on the other side, it's like season 27. It's like there's yeah. no way. Then I'm going to catch up on 22 episodes, season orders for like 30 seasons or however yeah. long I've missed. Yeah. Impossible. Th- those are some good watches. I'm going to add to the list Daisy Jones and the Six. I know the listeners will be happy to <laughs> hear that I I did watch it. Uh, I, I had a friend who came to town and she was reading the book and she read the she only got through mm-hmm. the first 30 pages and she got here and she was like, let's watch the first three episodes. You know, I, I, I want to <laughs> see where it goes, like, whatever. I'll just switch mm. to the show. We start watching it. The first three episodes, she's like, Ashley, everything in these three episodes is in the first 30 pages of this book. This is the slowest moving <laughs> show. <laughs> she was like, everything in these three episodes I read in the book. She's like, nothing new has happened. And I only read 30 pages. And I was like, yeah, we watched it. She's not the Daisy Jones hasn't even met the six by episode like four yet. It moves so slowly, but it's basically someone's fanfic of Fleetwood Mac and she wrote it as a book and then they made it a TV show and I can't stop uh, watching it. It's wow. like so silly. Like, you know, it's What's just it someone, on? Uh, it's prime video. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Can we edit that to make me say it's Amazon prime video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They hate when you put the Amazon in there. They're always like, just call it prime video. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to yeah. say Amazon prime video. You know, that's what it is. It's what it is. But it's they play like made up songs and pretend to be mm. Fleetwood Mac. And it's just I That's I've funny. fallen in love. I can't stop. It's like a basically an ABC level drama that reminds me of Revenge, where it's just so Ooh. over the top. Oh, or Nashville. Oh, I loved that show. Mm. on ABC. It's very much of that yeah. genre where you're just like, you know what? I'm in. These songs are made up. I want to see the mess of this band. And also mm-hmm. it kind of has something to do with Fleetwood Mac. I'm in. <laughs> I was going to say that you you seeing that <laughs> thing that reminds me of another Amazon Prime video uh, series that I don't know if it's out yet, but uh, at the time of this recording, but Swarm, I've watched yes. like the first four or five episodes of Swarm, which is also another sort of like music adjacent, not really Beyonce, but Beyonce sort of stand in. And for my money, like it may be the best thing I've seen in the past couple of years. Like, yeah, uh, I'm sort of like drip feeding it like because I don't want to watch it all at once because one, it's a very heavy show. It's not it's not Atlanta. Yeah. It's not exactly it's not, it's a not comedy. Atlanta. And I also I really <laughs> want to experience it with like the timeline. I think it's one of those shows yeah. where it's going to get a reaction and I don't want to get ahead of it. Uh, I know they showed some episodes at South by and mm-hmm. every trailer I've seen. I cannot wait for this show like it's great i think you're gonna really really enjoy it yeah and i i just think the timeline is it's gonna lose it i think i don't know i don't know <laughs> but you, you got to make sure you have amazon prime video if you want to watch it yeah so. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all on my watch list really obviously the poker face finale which you mentioned so good i feel like at this point i don't have to sell people on poker face like i had my mom come in and beg you to watch it if you're not watching poker face there's nothing else I can do for you. I've heard so many people gas up Poker Face to the point where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to actually actively watch the show. Because one, like I enjoy, I personally am enjoying Ryan Johnson in his like Detective Who Done It era. Yeah. And the fact that he has a whole like series that's just him and Natasha Leon doing a, a Who Done It or Who Who Did It of the Week. Like I'm on game for it. Yeah, it's so good. You can tell they're just like, who do we want to bring in? Who would make this fun? I'm so happy I got uh, season two. 
Uh, my mom said that she was disappointed in the finale when she thought that was the end of it. And then when I explained to her it was already renewed, she was like, oh, then it's great. So <laughs> anything else on your watch list? I have the most free time, but also so little free time that like whenever I get like a chance to like watch anything, a lot of it has been um, outside of like those narrative stuff has been like whatever like random reality trash show my girlfriend wants to throw on in the background. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. if there's like a cooking show or a chef adjacent show on Netflix, we probably watched it. There was that um, How Stella Got Her Groove Back, like base reality show. Oh, that, yeah, uh, yeah, with Tay Diggs. Yeah, yeah that Tay Diggs was on. Like, we watched like five episodes of that. You're the first person to join us who's seen any of that show. Congratulations. <laughs> Can I tell you that I was, I came in talking so much shit, and then I was like, Can we watch one more episode? Like, I was, I drank the Kool Aid so fast on that show that I was actively mad when she finished it without me. So. <laughs> Uh, I gotta say, like, I'm I'm on board. Like, I, I want there to be a season two, three, and four. I'm all I'm all in. <laughs> okay, I love that. I love that, Matt. Anything else? I was just remembering that Zig and I both watched an anime called Chainsaw Man that has stopped airing. Oh. Uh, as a, a couple, oh. of, it's gonna come back. Uh, you know, who knows? I don't know what the anime schedule is, but Chainsaw Man. Yeah. Okay. Rips. It is so good. Yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah. I, I haven't seen a lot of anime, but that. That show, is, it's on Hulu uh, also uh, outside of the, um, it's typically on uh, Crunchyroll, which is like the anime streaming service, but it's on Hulu too. And it's it's so good and so funny and dark and just, it's a lot of fun. And I, I recommend it to okay. anybody. Great yeah. animation. Yeah. Uh, it, it plays with the, the tropes of that type of show. So that type of genre is called shonen, which just means like, it means like, I think it literally means like adolescent. It's, it's for like 12, 13, 14 year old boys. And okay. it plays like all the tropes of that and sort of turns it on the head. And it's also like so like macabrely funny and like the character's motivation for why he wants to do it is so juvenile. And, and, and it's so juvenile, but they know that it's juvenile. So like it's it's just such a fun, yeah. a fun twist on like that show that everyone's seen that's also done uh, some of the most some of the best animation I've seen uh, in a show in a long, long time. Okay, yeah. It's great that I have you both here because you can explain something to me. Uh, As TV Club knows, the only anime that I've ever watched is Attack on Titan. Wow. Obsessed with Mm -hmm. it. Loved it. Uh, Over COVID, just like binged it, became obsessed. And then I opened my Hulu last week. They're like, Attack on Titan's back. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's back. And I watched (laughs) an hour and I'm like, this is amazing. And I'm like, yes, let's go and then this week i go to my tv and i'm like where's the new one where's the new episode and if there's nothing i don't understand what's happening matt you may be more tapped in yeah it is confusing they've been doing their final season for three seasons so like i think what they did was they took their final season and split it up into three parts for some bizarre reason i don't know why what it does is like it adds an immense confusion because you're like all right this is the season finale and then it ends and you're like well that doesn't seem like a conclusion because nothing's been wrapped up and it seems like there's yeah there's there's a lot left on there's a lot a lot of meat left on this narrative bone and then you do it another season you're like all right but it seems like there's still more time so like this is what they keep doing is they just keep keep adding parts to like the final season so like I think, uh, Matt, you may know more. Is this the final, final season, or is there like another final after this one? So Attack on Titan is one that I haven't seen, but I am interested in watching. But I am also, so I'm so unaware of what like an anime production schedule is, because sometimes I feel like they're like still drawing the episode yeah. the day before it comes out, it feels like. like yeah. <laughs> okay, I read like... something, I read something where it was like, oh, there was a delay because of like COVID and the animation yeah. teams. And I was like, well, that makes sense. But why are you showing me an hour? And then then I, they said I had to wait until the fall? 
Like, yeah. that's wild. Yeah. <laughs> like, because there's a show yeah. that I really like that's old uh, that I was introduced to uh, by my co-host, uh, Heather Ann Campbell, called uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. And when that was airing, mm. they straight up ran out of money. And so, like, some of the episodes are, like, pencil drawings. <laughs> Like, yeah. And people got so mad. They're like, what do you mean you ran out of money? You're like, well, we ran out of money. Out of money. <laughs> At this point, yeah, it, I it would truly... be fine with pencil drawings just to finish Attack on Titan. Just let me finish it. Yeah, now you're a real anime fan. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, I just want to finish it. And I just got so hyped up. And then it's I had to read a Reddit to understand yeah, that's the pain of being an anime fan. You have to wait oh. so long between seasons because sometimes it'll be next year and sometimes it'll be three, four years in between seasons because they have yeah. no money and they have to draw everything by hand. And yeah. It hurts so much because I just binged all of it because I had I had yeah. it all and I was living like yeah. a king and then pulled out from <laughs> under me. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we're back, we're going to talk about the Oscars and we're going to dig into that Last of Us finale. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And it's your last chance to get more fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this limited-time bundle ends June 30th. Save now at cedarpoint.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. So this past weekend, it was the biggest night in Hollywood, the biggest night in movies, uh, the Oscars, hosted by Jimmy Kimmel on ABC. What, what did you think? Did you watch? Did you go to a, a party? I, I went to a party of sorts. I went to uh, my girlfriend's parents' house, and uh, it was a lot of fun watching it there, but it was also, I don't know if you've like watched a lot of TV with like the parents of your significant other. It's kind of a different experience. Uh, because everybody has something to say every second that it's on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you're trying to hear, like, speeches and stuff, and they'll be like, well, I haven't even seen this movie. And I was like, okay, well, like, it doesn't... Why, why are we watching this? Like, what is she wearing? Why is this... Or my yeah. mom will just be like, who is that? Who is yeah. that? Or there who, was that, that... I don't know who it was, but there was this woman in the audience who um, had this, like, big, like, puffy cloud. Thames. Oh, Tim's. Thames. Yeah. Thames, and yeah. Uh, yeah. they just kept being like, imagine sitting behind her. <laughs> that was the, the big joke of the night. Uh, a lot of, uh, you know, what the people behind Tim's is, are seeing in, yeah. uh, like, a shower curtain uh, and yeah. people calling her rude. And I was like, that's exactly what I would do. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like, you get, like, it's, yeah, it's the Oscars. You're there. You're nominated. It's, it's at least a story. Yeah. You could be like, hey, yeah. I sat behind Tim's. 
Yeah, like I would literally have selfies that are just like, really, this is me. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Take advantage of that moment. They should have been taking advantage. Yeah. I thought it was cool. You know, Twitter is dead because there wasn't an immediate gimmick account that was like tweeting from behind Thames. Like, there, yes. like if Twitter oh, yeah, was yeah. still relevant, yeah. that would have happened in moments. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you would have yeah, seen yeah. like somebody would have ran quickly to like a Michaels or something and bought like. Like a thin, like white veil, no, yeah. and yeah. been like, I can't yeah, see you anything. Seen those, those skits, yeah, yeah, you would have seen the skit by the time that Best Picture was announced. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it yeah, would have yeah. been up and everywhere on Twitter. So yeah. that's one sign it's gone. I could predict we'll be seeing something about it on Saturday Night Live this weekend. Oh yeah, oh yeah, with a show that I did watch the latest episode of. Oh, which oh yeah, it was Jenny Ortega and Fred Armisen came around and did some guest stuff, and yes. That's really all I remember. I saw one clip of it where uh, she told Fred Armisen that she started watching SNL because of him and that her favorite sketch was The Californians. And I felt 100 years old. old. <laughs> yes. I do remember her saying that in the monologue. And I was like, oh, I am 1,000 years old. Yeah, yeah. And like, that I was, was, yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, The Californians. That's yeah. not even... Yeah. Like what? That's late stage. <laughs> Not a lot of stuff hits me like that, but like occasionally I'll just like catch a stray like that for no reason and just be like, "Hey, yeah, wait a yeah, second. Yeah. yeah, like oh the <laughs> oh that was Hold your on, classic. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. 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 But I, then you remember I was like, oh she's twenty years old. Like yeah, yeah. like she's yeah yeah she's a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true child. And yeah, it's like that okay that makes sense. Uh, she did a great job hosting. She had she was so fun. Had a lot of energy. Uh, Molly Kiernan killed it at at weekend update playing that like lieutenant mm. governor who's been leaving all the thirst yeah. traps on picks <laughs> yeah. that's so funny uh, love yeah. that at weekend update hey so you know oh, see see the oscars are so boring i'm talking about saturday night live well that I'm was like, sort of the thing right like because i watched the whole broadcast and i was sort of like this was a very safe uh, not that mm. like it has to be like shocking or outrageous or anything, yeah. but it was it was so safe that it was boring. Like that boring. it was like it was like a very yeah. just dull, and they were all aware of it. Like aware of it, yeah. yeah. And it yeah. was they wanted to have all the jokes about the slap, so many references, mm -hmm. so many jokes. But you're telling me Tar is nominated, and you're not gonna have some joke where someone runs on stage and just like takes Jimmy at like there could have yeah. been a moment. It could have like come on, because then that's at least a fake bit. out. You could yeah. do like, oh, it's actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. you thought we're referencing the slap. You thought this but is actually, it was actually from Tar. Yeah. Tar, the movie yeah, none yeah, yeah. of you saw. Yeah, and <laughs> I loved Tar. Tar is Tar, Tar was uh, maybe one of my favorite movies of the the ones nominated. I watched it afterwards because so many people mm -hmm. were like, it was amazing, and I will say it was probably one of my favorite comedies I've it's, seen. Recently. It's super funny. It's really, it's really so it's like funny. A, a sneaky funny movie. Um, the ending of it is, I think, quite rude, but uh, if it is, it's, it's, it's yeah. very funny. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like imagine hell playing comic cons for the rest of your life. Yeah, imagine could you could could you even conceive the idea the uh, how how horrible it would be to play music composed for a video game? How video horrible! Game. Yeah, horrible. Yeah. Uh, but I thought one of the funniest jokes of the night was from Hugh Grant. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. He had he had a funny joke, and you know. If the funniest joke of the night is from Hugh Grant, the show's in trouble. The show's bad, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I, you know, not to say that uh, all the the writing was bad, you know, uh, because I uh, do know some people that wrote for it, but um, it it wasn't their fault. You know, it's hard. I, I would imagine. No, yeah, yeah. Pageantry. The monologue I thought was strong. Yes. It had a strong opening monologue. Like Jimmy was doing great with material he was given. It's yeah. like they told them, be safe. 
make, you know, make the references, but we want this to be a boring zero incident Oscars. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I was thinking they could at least go the Gerard Carmichael route where when he did the Golden Globes, yes. he said some sarcastic things. And I was like, no, they did not want Jimmy doing that. It was. No, yeah. yeah. And I think <laughs> like, with oh. those boundaries in place, the writers did a great job and gave him strong material. Yes. But it's I think still so. like. Yeah, you can only make it as, that's so interesting because yeah. award shows by their every nature are so so fucking boring. Like, yeah, so boring. I know this is a crazy thing to say, so I'm gonna say I'm prefacing this, but like, He's I remember off. my girlfriend, she loves this stuff, and she was like, "Do you want to watch this?" I was like, "Truthfully, like, I don't even go to award shows unless I'm nominated now, and they are still the most boring thing <laughs> oh, on the planet." Like, I just, I truly me. can't. I know, <laughs> I know, it's a crazy thing to say, so I'm prefacing it, but like. Truly, like as boring as it is, like watching it from TV, being at a <laughs> at a table for three and a half hours, you can't yeah. hear anything. Like you can't leave. Like you can't even leave to take take a piss. You're like you're like you're playing for me anyway. I'm playing like on my Game Boy. I'm like <laughs> I I truly yeah. can't do it. So like what I love about this this particular Oscar is that like one like by the time that I had finished watching The Last of Us when it aired at six o'clock our time, <laughs> yeah. most like some of the fun stuff had already started. It's like all oh, right, I'm gonna let me see who won this award. I'm like I'm seeing a beautiful ske- speech from from Key. Uh, yeah. About, like, yeah. Being yeah, like refugees and all that stuff. So like by the time that that's done, like someone else's one. So like I've sort of like cheated the system and like I've created like buffers where I can like sort yeah. of skip through like the boring preamble stuff. And you see, didn't like, have to get the, mad the, about the, Jamie Lee Curtis with the rest of us, you know? Yeah. 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 So like I, I'm, I'm playing catch up. I'm like, wait, what does she do? What did she say? And they're like, oh, she won. She I was won. like, well, all right. I mean, how do we feel? People are saying she was, you know, she stole it from Angela. Angela was snubbed. I will be honest. I did not see Wakanda forever. I did see everything everywhere all at once, and I wanted Stephanie to win. So, for my money, my my, my opinion is that like, of the two people in everything everywhere all at once, Stephanie was for me did way more yeah. and had much more yeah. to do. Like she's more to do pound yeah. for pound. She's just in more scenes than her, and she's doing a lot in those scenes. And like, but even if you just take Stephanie out, it was just like Jamie Lee Curtis and Angela Bassett. I'm like Angela Bassett had some scenes in that movie. Like I think uh, uh, someone who has, has worked for Marvel, like we've sort of forget that like they used to be like movies. Like they used to have like actual like practical sets yeah. and like yeah. actors that would like perform and act. Like if you watch that first Thor, like watching Tom Hilson and um, Anthony Hopkins, just yes, like watching like their scenes, you're like, oh, these are like two Shakespearean tra- <laughs> th- classically trained actors. And like they're they're giving very silly material, but they're making it work and like, Watching Angela's, even like the scene that everyone shares, like Angela, like having the moment between her and Diane Guerra about um, like she lost her daughter. Like, that's a great scene. Like, and she brings that intensity for everything. So like I would have given Angela that. But like, it's crazy to me that Stephanie did not get the award yeah. for for everything ever all at once because it's she was absolutely fantastic. It absolutely was like her fantastic. First, like, feature. Yeah. feature. It, yeah. Like no notes for her performance. I think yeah. it was probably just like, a, you know. It was a, a a legacy award sort of, right? Where they were sort of like, okay, well, yeah. we couldn't give it to her for any other movie a she's fish been named in. Wanda. But she, yeah, yeah. So like yeah. Yeah, 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 she's yeah. gonna be back to Hawking Activia, you know, soon. <laughs> Let's just give it to her. <laughs> we'll just give it to her. Angela's gonna be another thing. Stephanie's gonna be another thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I that was my calculation. I was like, Stephanie's gonna have another shot at this for sure because uh yeah. she's so talented. And Angela is Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. Like, she's yeah. going to get another nomination. And I also maybe think there is, like, a, even though it is, like, a, I mean, it's happened before. There's precedent for it. But I, I, I would imagine that the Academy probably was like, we're not going to give an award 
to a superhero movie performance. Yes, yeah. I think that was part of it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. this was the yeah. first Marvel yeah. nomination, right? I think so. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, if anyone ever got nominated for Marvel stuff, it's usually Black Panther adjacent. Like, they're the only ones. That <laughs> yeah, like costume, technical the, stuff. The only ones that win stuff. Yeah. yeah. Which, yeah, is how uh, Ruth. Carter yeah. won this yeah, yeah, her yeah, second uh, and she became the first black woman to ever have two Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> the first, yeah, the, all yeah. of, out of all the first ones to just have two. That's insane yeah, yeah, yeah. to me just, when you look at like, I don't know, yeah. like how many does Steven Spielberg have? <laughs> like, Yeah, truly. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I'm the first woman of color to just have two of them. Cool. <laughs> have either of you been to the um, Academy Museum? Yes, I have actually. Yeah, uh, I'm not. It's it's it's, fun. it's great. It's fun. Um, there's a whole I can't remember what floor, but there's a whole section of a floor that's dedicated to just like Oscars, like people winning Oscars, and like, um, yeah. she has a very great um section there. It's just like a video of the speech and like like they have some information oh, about cool. it. But, like, it is it's so interesting walking through that because Oscars haven't been around like a long time, but also like. When you fa- when you start hitting like people of color getting awards, it's very deep yeah. into like the actual. It's, it's like very oh, deep. <laughs> yeah, like twenty twenty two, Halle Berry. Okay, let's start. And yeah. like and having like walking through like the timeline is very oh, okay. This is yeah. not a recent it's very development like, for us. White, white, a whole room dedicated to Spike Lee. White, white. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. They were Cuban, but they pretended to, they had to pretend to be white to get an award. Like yeah. that's like yeah. how you see like, the information these, sort like, of dope. She was Asian, but and it's like. Okay. Okay, we're getting there. We're getting there. You know, uh, there was also a long commercial for the museum uh, during the award ceremony, Mm -hmm. uh, which Mm. I make sense. That is one of their products, uh, and I would recommend going. They have different traveling exhibits that are really cool. Um, But then there was also just flat out an ad for the live action Little Mermaid, which did get a lot of controversy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) People being like, so Disney can just buy ad time in the Oscars now. That's what we're doing. Uh, And some people who were like, turn a light on. I can't see anything in this dark trailer. I was thinking the same thing because I was also like, okay, how many jokes are we going to do about the show being too long and then just adding a commercial in the middle of it for a movie? With a whole intro. It wasn't just like cut to a... And you're like, oh, this is like their commercial block. You know, like they bought out a full block. No, it was like they were on stage here's our movie disney and okay like yes that was the the one redeeming part of it to me because i haven't i've just sort of like like uh not participated in like the like the conversation little, about the it. little mermaid discourse you're not yeah. matt, matt matt you a grown man or not, not deep into it yeah you're not i've decided that mermaid, as a grown right? man it's probably not my place and i don't know if that's like a, a new take or whatever uh but <laughs> maybe i'm the first it seems like i'm the first person to do this um I hadn't I hadn't seen a lot of of Halle Bailey, and I was sort of like, oh, it makes hundred percent sense why she was cast as Ariel. Yeah, she's an angel. Yeah, yeah she looks like yeah. a little Ariel princess yeah. doll. Like, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, and she can sing her ass off. Yeah, she can sing. I was like, oh, it made me more interested in seeing it. I was like, oh, like I may, I don't know. I was like, maybe yeah. I'll go, and then I'll be mad. Yeah, yeah. I'm like Matt. Like I'm also like Matt. We're one of the two rare adult men who have not been into the discourse of Little Mermaid. So like, yeah, this is the first like any motion I've seen of it. Like I've only seen like stills and people dragging it online. So like, I saw like um, what's her name? It's Ursula. I was like, oh, this seems. She seems like she's having a lot of fun, which I think you should be having a lot of fun for these movies. Yeah, I probably still won't see it because I I am just not. I just don't like those movies that much yeah i'm not a I'm fan not of those kind of kid movies. anymore uh, you know, yeah, i didn't like, see you know, live action eight. peter pan you know and even as i, yeah, I was or never like the lion a big king fan. yeah i was never a big fan yeah. of those movies really i think i just like 
was right at that age. Yeah, I was Lion never King a huge hit, Disney but... Disney animation fan. Like, I mean, as a kid, because like you know, our parents should buy these things when we watch them. But like, I don't know about you, but it seems like you also haven't revisited them now that you've gotten older. Yeah, you, not right. No, no. yeah. No, I am drinking out of a, a Chip and Dale mug that I just got. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, that's just like, those are my guys. I guess I liked Aladdin, but I, I, I think they did a live action oh, version and that, I yeah. never yeah. watched it. Featuring the slapper yeah. himself, Will Smith. Oh my gosh. <laughs> did not know. Only wish, that, yeah. Yeah, I wish I had. Wish he would. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's just, yeah, I'm not into those. A lot of people were like, this this tarnishes the the reputation of the Oscars having such a blatant ad in the middle of the show. <laughs> the whole thing and is an ad. That's the thing that tarnishes the Oscars. Like, yeah, the whole thing is an ad. Also, like, th- th- that is, this is the least toxic you'll ever see this industry is on that stage. Like, that's yeah. the, this is the most wholesome side of, of the entertainment industry. Like, yeah. everyone that, 95% of the people in that rooms are psychopaths. What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, <laughs> you get it, be for real. Like, that, what are you talking about? That was one of the probably nicest things and the few kid appropriate <laughs> things that could happen at that show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. I'm trying to think about the other big moments after that. Uh, the, there was the, the everyone Angela snub, Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. And then it just seemed like the night kind of petered out quietly with All Quiet on the Western Front, washing yeah. all of the awards no one cared about yeah. and everything everywhere all at once taking all the awards people did care about. Yeah. The one thing that I think they got, I mean, I don't know if they got it all right because, uh, you know, there's controversy over Jamie's win. But giving Kwan the hardware, giving um, Michelle Yeoh the hardware, that's correct. Like that, like that was like yeah. you know that's about time. It's such a good story for this year in in movies, and you know, and giving Brendan the award. I you know people have a lot of thoughts about the movie. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I haven't but, seen it. You know, I think it's great that he's recognized as as an actor only because I just know that he had many years uh, where he was like blacklisted for speaking out uh against his own sexual assault so uh i think that's i think that's such a redemptive story and he'll have more chances to maybe do a less controversial role or (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. or something else but i think yeah i think the general vibe was we're also happy that brendan is back in the game wish to overlook this movie but 
Yeah. He's we'll back. We'll just say this yeah, was yeah. for the mummy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this for those mummy movies. Yeah. For me, probably George of the Jungle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was, yeah, he was yeah. really, uh, I'll give it to him for Encito Man. You know, they're making Encito Man jokes last night. That's a funny movie. What are you yeah. doing? Yeah. Yeah. I saw Polly Shore do a pretty good set at the comedy store last month. So he's doing good. Wow. Too. Oh, yeah. hey, I'm glad everybody's doing doing well. And everybody's so, you know, doing well. Yeah, they're Sean all Sean Astin's doing great. We're, everybody's doing fantastic. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I will say this is the first time uh, I think I've ever watched an Oscar or participated in Oscars where I feel like, to me, the most interesting and truly best picture one. Because I think the joke for the like, longest yeah. time is that, like, if you want to see what the best movie is, you go to the Oscars and see what best picture was and see what they're up against. And like, usually those, like, the more interesting films. Are about, yeah. But for me, this year, I was like, everything ever all at once to me, like, well, that was the most interesting film I've seen in a very, very, very long time. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. they do a bunch of weird shit in that movie. They throw they a lot of stuff at the wall. Yeah. They took a risk. Also, like, it's so rare for, like, a comedy to win. And, yes, it's more yes. drama. But, like, for, yeah. like, you, you know, 45, 55% of that movie funny. is, like... It's funny, and it's like funny where like the jokes actually paid off. Like like their arcs, like the re- the Rakakuni stuff has an arc, and it pays yeah, off. And like it all pays the, off. The, it... the hot dog fangers, like oh, this is such a dumb throwaway bit that pays off. Like it's such a well constructed uh, film and, and piece of art that I was truly happy that it swept everything that I think it should have swept. Same, even though yeah. my own minor notice, I like I wish that Stephanie Shu would have gotten support, yeah. but. I get the politics of it. Of I guess that the the academy is mostly. I think the medium age is sixty five. Yeah, so like it's much of old old white Very people. Cool. Being like, All right, we can give. It says a yeah. lot about Jamie's win that I keep going. I just really wish everything, everywhere, all at once had swept it. And then I remember Jamie was in that movie, and I'm like, oh, it still yeah, so yeah, it still yeah. was a win for the movie. And I'm just like, oh, right, right, that's what she was in. But I'm just yeah, like, yeah. I wanted Stephanie to get it. That's really tough when they put two people from the same movie in the category, you know, and like, you know, yeah, very strange. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't love that. But you know, it's a broken, uh, it's a bad system. Yeah, if they were better and they were like television, then I feel like Jamie could have been a guest actor in a series. Stephanie would have mm-hmm. got supporting, yeah. but this is the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing makes sense here. Yeah, no, so no, no, no. Yeah, and so that was the Oscars' biggest night. Eh, yeah, you know. And I then can't I wait for the it. next one. Yeah, can't wait. Yeah, to ninety-six see a is going to be a banger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, they're really going to get. I'm waiting for what? What'll it be? Thirty-two uh, when Will Smith's allowed to come back. Yeah, yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, yeah. And you know he'll come back and he'll be like, just kidding. Like you know he'll yeah. raise the hand a little bit. Like, I got you. Yeah. It is still so funny that he slapped that man in front of a live audience and then he came up back up and won an award. Like that to me is like that to yeah. me is black excellence. Like that yeah. I can't think of a better <laughs> was way like, to end And then just story. went to every after party and dance. Like he did yeah. not just do that. Yeah. It was I thought yeah. the best. And that that was the Jimmy Kimmel joke I didn't like because he tried to be like, Wow, last year you were so nice to the assailant. And I'm like, really? okay, that's that Yeah, yeah. I didn't know I didn't realize we were trying him today. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, I remember Judd Apatow being like, he could have killed him. He could have killed him. Yeah. He could have killed him. He could have killed him. He could have killed him. Fucking dork. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Shut that up. was, uh, come on. That was, everybody had to calm down yeah. with that. Yeah. that was, uh, uh, but you, either of you have anything else to say about the Oscars? I think 10 movies is too many. I think we asked for something Agreed. that we <laughs> thought we wanted, and it's too many because, like, you know, mm-hmm. while I did enjoy. Avatar, The Way of Water, and uh, Top Gun Maverick, you know, I think 
Top Gun's like a different thing. Like that's like almost like the People's Choice movie because there were several yeah. times. Like, in that, why are we here trying to pretend with Top Gun? Yeah, but all, in that said, I, I when I saw that in the movie theaters, there were several times where I said out loud, "This is the best movie I've ever seen." <laughs> So I don't know. I did think that. I did have that thought. I was like, watch this movie. I was with, I was with my friend Kara. And like yeah. as we left, we we're like, that movie was so good, you forget that that Tom Cruise is a fucking weirdo and that yes. um, uh, Miles Teller is like one of the biggest assholes in, in the town. Yeah. And I had no idea Lady Gaga made a song for it. And then I feel like yeah, in order to make it serious, last night she was like, take off the costumes, call me Stephanie, take off the man. Like, I have to make this movie seem yes. serious. I, 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 heard, I, I think I, it's either I saw a TikTok about it or I read something about this. She was dressed that way because as a, I think if you're a female fighter jet pilot or like, a, I think the person said sailor in this TikTok, if I'm remembering correctly, you can have a single braid. And I think the, the outfit was uh, something to do with that as well. Uh, but I think she was, mm. I think she was paying homage. But the song, the funny thing about the song is I had heard that it was originally going to be Imagine Dragons doing a song for <laughs> um, Top Gun Maverick. And Tom right. Cruise said yeah. no. <laughs> Tom Cruise shot it down. I feel like he'd be a big Imagine Dragons fan. I, I know. Like, he, yeah, they he seem was like, like absolutely yeah. not. No, and he's like, no, get me Lady Gaga. Wow. Yeah, yeah I no, love they've already did. Uh, they already did Arcane. <laughs> I love that she was doing something sweet, and I'm just like making jokes about it. That that also happened with John Travolta. <laughs> like he came out, and I was like, John Travolta looks stoned as hell. He's gonna say something funny. Yeah, and then he was like. And the in memoriam, and I was like, "Oh, I, okay." <laughs> I was I was sincerely hoping that it was gonna be Adina Menzel singing the song, and yeah. I, just just so he could have the redemption. And yeah, uh, at that moment. But I, no, you know, it was it was, it was Mr. It was Mr. Leonard, uh, which he was great. He was good. <laughs> but as the night came to a close, I I turned off my my Hulu app. I opened HBO, and I got ready for some real art to appreciate real creativity okay and i turned yeah. on the last of us finale which to me again someone who has not played the video games knows nothing about it i thought it was perfect what did you two have to say when you what do you have to say it's matt um uh, let me know if you have a similar thoughts because i can't remember if we talked about it or not but like it's it's the best adaptation of a video game i think i mean not even just taking the video game out of it like best adaptation for like a source material I've mm -hmm. seen in a long time. Definitely the best one of a video game. It's very faithful. Um, it's like the definition of what an adaptation should be. Um, and I yeah. think I sort of shot myself in the foot because I originally I was replaying the game just like because I hadn't forgot what's happened. It's been like 10 years since I've played and like I was just sort of playing catch up. And I told myself I would uh, watch an episode and then replay that section. But instead, because I'm um, currently not in a show right now, I just played through all of it. So like I, I think I sort of I fucked myself over because I knew exactly what was going to happen. So like that surprise was gone because, like I said, it had been 10 years before I previously played the game. So like, you know, I'm watching this series. I'm like, wait, this feels so familiar. Then I'm like, oh, because you just played this literally two weeks ago. So like, you know, everything that they're going to say. So like I sort of took the wind out of my cells. But like it's a it's a fantastic series. Um, I've seen some of the complaints online being like, there's not enough infected. There's not enough like zombies or whatever. I'm like. Well, I, I can definitely see that, but also I'm like, they're there when you need them, when like you need yeah, to have a scene sense. punctuated. Like, yeah, yeah like they're, they're, you're, it's not about fighting the zombies. It's about these two characters and more characters as the series goes along. But I'm like, I, I truly have no notes. Like, I, I have no thoughts watching it. I'm like, I, couldn't, I would 
improve this. Like, I think this was a little sweaty. Like, it all works. It's all, yeah. all the stuff that they add yeah. is all so much better than it was in the game. Like, that whole episode three, mm. one of the best episodes of TV I've seen in a long time. Um, yeah, that should have been best picture, episode, honestly. Great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That could have been yeah. best picture. Yeah. <laughs> See, in the video game, is Ellie so damn loud? She's so loud. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, if these, she's quite loud. If these zombie <laughs> yeah. mushrooms can hear everything, why are you screaming, girl? She's constantly screaming yeah. in the show. She's a, definitely a little stinker. She's a little stinker in the game. <laughs> yeah. I replayed it last year before the series came out because it was re-released uh, on uh, PlayStation 5. And it's one of my favorite games of all time. So yeah. I sort of knew that they had to get it right. Like they sort of had like no choice but to do it as faithfully as possible yeah. because even fans of the game hate the game like they, like, they like, <laughs> like there's a there's a lot of controversial stuff in the second one that is not controversial if you like just think about like uh what a good story is but you know everybody yeah. online yeah thinks that they know how uh stories work yeah i <laughs> i saw some fans of the game online being like i hate the way they do this in the game and i was hoping the tv show would figure out something better and I yeah. was like, isn't the job of the show to do what they do in the game? Not yes. like and yeah. solve it differently. And it's like there are two different types of experiences, right? Like a TV show is a passive experience. You're just watching that. You're yeah, sitting yeah. there and you're just supposed to be enjoying it. Whereas a video game is an active experience where it makes more sense to have more action and more um, like yeah. more infected and around and stop. things like that. Yes, exactly. You know, like a, like, like a, a video game is constant. Like you're constantly moving forward towards whatever the goal is. You're yeah. getting the, the yes. golden ray gun or you're, you're going whatever. But like, you know, episodic television has to end at some point yeah. like you have to stop and either you wait a week or maybe you hit play next whatever the thing is but like yeah. you can't have a one-shot take for you know yeah. 10 hours of tv like that's no. just not how television works maybe someone should try it <laughs> yeah, season two you know, season two just keep it going yeah the performances in this show are so astounding and like i know that like yeah everybody's you know, thirsty for Pedro and yeah, they're correct. Yeah. Uh, come on. He's, you know, <laughs> yeah. he, it's, it's funny. Cause like my girlfriend hadn't seen me play the game really at all. Doesn't watch mm -hmm. like me play video games is immediately after the show's over. I want to play this. I want to like experience yeah. the yeah. game version of it. That's uh, my feel. mom is the same way. Yeah. They like, they, everybody is like, I want to hurt how you hurt. <laughs> I want yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like I the only video game I play is The Sims and after watching the mm -hmm. show I'm really like I want to see what it feels like to play the season 2 of this. Like it sounds like it's so much yeah. more about uh character arcs and relationship dynamics yeah. and I'm like how does that work as a video game? Like I want to experience mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I I know yeah. and I, we don't do spoilers here but I know of Abby coming because I read the Wikipedia synopsis. And yes. so that whole mm -hmm. dynamic, I like, how does that feel in a video game? It, it's, it really is. A, it's, it's, it's something because it's like the, um, a lot of people, I think write off video games as like, a, as an art form, like in general, like there's like, yeah. uh, even yeah, like one of Lydia the Tar. critics, Lydia Tarr does not like video games, no. thinks it's beneath her. Yeah. Um, but Ebert it, it, famously it, yeah, was Roger like Ebert was uh, yeah. a, a famous enemy of video games, uh, but a uh, big supporter of anime. Huh. Ebert was yeah. a weeb. So, yeah. 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 Love Roger to hear love Ghost in the Shell. Who would have thought? Yeah. yeah. I bet he would have loved Attack on Titan. <laughs> he probably would have. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, so a lot of people are, you know, video games can never be art. 
there are a lot of video games, not just The Last of Us, that have equal or even uh, better storytelling in it, that it's just a matter of time that those get adapted as well. And, you know, that's sort of the trap of adapting these things is now, Mm -hmm. like, you'll see it, you see it happen with other types of things too. Like everybody wanted to make the Lego movie after the Lego movie came out and like took the wrong lessons from it. So I can see new video games being adapted in a similar way to the last of us and not learning the lessons of how to do it correctly, which is, you know, they could, they could mess it up in season two. They could, they could get too big for their britches and mess it up in season two, which, you know, I am anxious about because the discourse while playing that game was awful. (laughs) uh, I can't, I am not looking forward to everyone's looking forward to season two of the show. I'm not for that reason. Yeah. Just Um, from what I've read, like, it seems like it's going, just going to break Twitter and already the discourse coming from last night is wild with people being like, he shouldn't have made that choice and blah, blah, blah. And like put humanity, first yeah. and it's like yeah. okay I, I will say one of the more unique offerings of playing a, a narrative where you are not passive as matt was saying is that like you do find yourself particularly in this in the second game and season where you're like i don't want to do this why am i being forced to do this like you're like oh you start seeing the ramifications of like your actions um and i think that's something that they sort of i think a really th- good thing they do for the second game is really honing in on that like what is the thesis of this like if the idea of like righteous vengeance a real thing i we don't think so um it's not really for us to say but like if that's a thing that you believe in like maybe you should see how this sort of plays out and affects people and um when you're playing that first game you know games particularly these types of triple a games take so long to beat like Mm -hmm, it took like 15 hours to beat this first game 30 hours to beat the second one so like you're with ellie and joel for 15 hours which 10 hours on a tv show but like 15 hours and like you know uh, another thing that sort of games do now is that like if you have downtime like they'll just have characters chit chat on the side so like a lot of that like pun stuff that's sort of a thing that goes out throughout the the first season is like that's just like a lot of downtime is watching you know um ellie warm up to joel and like I, i i remember i just replayed it so like i said there's this bit where like you know if you if you stand around for like 30 seconds and don't move like she'll attempt to whistle and joel's like what the hell are you trying to do she's like i'm trying to whistle and then five hours later if you stand around again she'll start whistling and you're like she's like i got it and like joel's like oh, that's not, that's pretty good it's like there's like <laughs> these small moments that you see building up as you're like playing this like interactive narrative that you can be lost in the tv show but like wasn't in a in a unique way that this show yeah. sort of still managed to capture but like i think for you and anyone interested in like playing like a narrative video game i would recommend trying these games out literally just put it on like the easiest setting like there's a setting that's just called like storytelling mode where like yeah. the enemies are super easy like you can just like walk from point to point like and it's baby all about, like, mode and yeah you truly, can set it like, to baby this, mode yeah, like, yeah yeah you get like a little pacifier say like, goo goo yeah but like there, there's there's some really fun stuff that is, like, there's like this um or, like meta it's a meta narrative where like you're because you're being interactive in it and like you're forcing the gameplay there's something that's there's something that's lost when you become a passive viewer and like that's a really unique experience i think to video games that i think um you may really appreciate being someone who enjoys this art yeah. form of cr- criticism in like film and television and stuff that i think it's a really interesting um creative landscape that you can like sort of dive into if you feel so desired to yeah so what what are some other video games narrative games that you would like to see turned into shows I mean, I have an answer top of the head. They're, they, they are making one. Um, but mm. the God of War games for PlayStation are being adapted mm. uh, for Amazon Prime. Yeah, video. 
It yeah, Prime I, it was on Prime Video. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And so I, I, those are really great. Those tell the story of a broken man. They're all broken men. All these people, it's, uh, <laughs> which is a bummer. He has killed gods, and uh, it's it's set in the world of Norse mythology, and it's it's that's a wonderful one. But there's this other game that's a detective story um, that I really really love. This game called Disco Elysium, and mm-hmm. you play as an amnesiac um detective trying to figure out trying to remember who he is like what he's doing there and like uh like why like he's there and also solve this murder it's Mm -hmm. so funny and so like sad and and beautiful it's one of my favorite games i've ever played and it's uh, such a different it's not really like an action game it's sort of more of like a point and click sort of like mystery yeah and so you're you're around this fake town there's like these fake politics in it and you have to sort of navigate through uh this this town and not get everybody mad at you and you end up you know fucking up and it's you can make different choices you could play it a bunch of different ways and this sounds um, like memento but harder which it is it has memento another win for things that aren't movies yes yes (laughs) see and you can you can you can play complete it Play it again and do something completely different, and it's and get a different result. It's it's wonderful. I don't know how they would adapt it, but it's one of my favorites. It's 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 a great mm-hmm. story. Yeah, uh, for for me, it's a game called Hades. It's mm-hmm. a it's it's a ga- there's a series of games called like it's a genre of game called roguelites, and the very idea of it is that like if once you beat the game, beat the level, like everything resets and you start over again. Like maybe some of your knowledge carries over, or whatever. But like. Uh, the series is it's just ba- it's very it's based around Greek mythology. So like you're like uh, one of the children of Hades, and your goal is very simply get to the top to meet your human mother. Uh, you think you're your your human mother, and uh, because you were born in the netherworld, you can't exist um, for very long up to- oh, top so side. Yeah. So even if you yeah. beat the game, you die and you restart over again. It's all about like oh. restarting and like the cycle, the idea of like, recycl- recyclicality, and like you also gain more information every time you beat the game so you learn a little bit more about like your half god siblings and like you learn a bit more about your mother and your father and they uh, eventually like you convince your mother to come and back and live with your father like this it for me like i see the engine of how that works not only for like an episodic thing but also like a seasonal thing like all right you get to the end of the season you meet your mom uh then you die and like the second season you're getting up there again i can totally see that and as like a yeah as a classics nerd i'm loving this Please give me, come on, a little Hades Persephone. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's fantastic. All the gods have great personalities. Like it's just a fun, well-made little independent game from an independent studio. And yeah. uh, another game to add to your list of people listening to this will find a fun narrative-based game. That's you know, it's definitely more actiony, but it's um, it's a little, I think a lot lighter than I think uh, Last of Us and God of War for sure. Yeah, I don't know oh, if yeah. uh, anyone at Amazon Prime Video is listening. But it sounds like this would be a great <laughs> show to go with Good Omens. I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes. Very Jeff similar. Jeff Bezos. Now. I know you're listening. You're out there, Jeff. You're hearing yeah. me. Yeah. Turn this <laughs> into a show. Jeffy boy. Jeffy, yeah. turn this into a show. Put it right there with yeah. Good Omens. Yeah. I'm loving this. Come Give on. your employees a bathroom. Green light this show. Then make this show. The <laughs> yeah. bathroom one first, then the show. Yes. Yeah. That's your order of yeah. operations. Please. <laughs> Do either of you have anything else to say about The Last of Us? You know, personally, I was happy with this finale. I, yes. Yeah, you know? Uh, as somebody who knows the story and watching it with somebody who doesn't know the story, I was still able to experience the show 
as if I hadn't seen it before. So everything that hit me, mm. everything that's supposed to hit you hard, hit me so hard. And I think that's just a credit to the creative team and uh, and the performances and just the the, the story. The, it's all just like it all works. So like every single week I'd watch it and, you know, be a fucking mess at the end of it and then just feel sad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and even last yeah. night we had, you know, you had, you, we had our talk about. So what do we think of Joel now? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, is is that is he is he a good man? Like what is the right choice? Hard to know what the right choice is because obviously it's such a fantastical situation, but it is also like yeah. I feel like a parent watching that show would probably have a different experience and a different take on the mm-hmm. end of that show uh than somebody who doesn't have yeah, a child, and that's I don't interesting have kids, too. and I'm just kind yeah, of neither. like a naturally yeah. curious person. So I would have been yes. like, put her on the table. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, Let's yeah, you would have had brain to open, baby. Do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I yeah. want to know where this goes. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's. Yeah, I think I, it's I, it's fantastic, and I uh, I you know, I dread more to come. Uh, <laughs> just because you know, discourse is discourse, but. Uh, it's. I think they did a fantastic job, and I can't wait to see how they adapt the second game. Yeah, I, I basically what Matt says, like as someone who it's one of my, it's probably my actually that and the sequel are my favorite video games of all time. Um, uh, I also knew what was going to happen, and I still found myself found myself um, blubbering like a baby when I when when Sarah gets shot in the in the, for the pilot. Even though I, I've seen that, I played through that thing a half a dozen times, and it still turned me into a, a giant mess of emotions. Yeah. Um, fantastically adapted, um, amazing performances, cast like a motherfucker. Like HBO just has, they have many strings, but one of them is like knowing how to cast a series and like they just stack that motherfucker with fantastic performers. It fills in the blanks for this in the game that weren't filled in and it changes stuff and pivots when it it needs to pivot and update stuff. And I also like Matt, am very excited for the second season. I will not be engaging in any discourse because (laughs) I don't use Twitter. Uh, so like I won't have to worry about that, but, um, I do hope that I mean if they can if they can just keep doing what they're doing, which I think they will, because Neil Druckmann wrote and directed yeah. the, the video games, and he's writing and directing the series. So like, yeah, uh, it's it's the most excited I've been for um, a show in a very long time, and uh, I'm glad that we have a network like HBO that can like do these like mini series well, well, well. By the way, same, same, and I, like you said, I'm just I'm really happy to see where it goes. HBO, you're killing it with this. Everything else, I don't know. Get it together over there, Sozlov. I don't know, but just <laughs> the Last of Us, you're doing great. <laughs> Cody, Matt, where can people find you? Do you have anything you want to plug? Check out uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales number four. I think by the time I think it literally drops the time that this drops. So check that out. I'm writing comic books and Futurama whenever it premieres. I don't know when it is, but hopefully soon. Uh, so yes, uh, the lovely world of animation writing. It'll be out <laughs> yeah. at some point. <laughs> yeah. For me, I, I don't have anything as cool as that. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Matt Apodaca, but I'll be I'll be I'll be on something soon that people could see. And um, yeah, oh, and listen to Get Played on uh, uh, here on Earwolf. Uh, yeah. It's our video game podcast where if you liked the uh, us talking about The Last of Us, we we did uh, an episode last year about 
uh, the first game when the, when the re-release came out. So uh, go ahead and check that out. Yeah, and I know a lot of you nerds were talking about more of the video game stuff. I couldn't help you out there. <laughs> go let Matt help you with that. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got there you. There you go. Yeah. I want to thank you both for joining me. This was so much fun. We can firmly say mm-hmm. The Last of Us was better than the Oscars and probably all television put together is better than <laughs> Absolutely. movies. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think we all came to that conclusion after this conversation. <laughs> Absolutely, one hundred percent. Thank you so 1,000%. much. TV, I say with Ashley Ray, another episode, another episode. TV, I say with Ashley Ray is an Earwolf production made by me. Ashley Ray Harris. It's engineered by Abby Aguilar and produced by Amelia Chapelo. And our original theme song is by Rafia. It means so much to me if you go rate, review, subscribe, follow TV I Say. Let us know what you think and tell your friends. Share with your golden girls. Tell your boys. If you love my TV recommendations, let everyone you know know. For special TV club members, join my Patreon. And you can also find my full archive ad-free episodes of TV I Say over on Stitcher Premium. Use promo code TV I Say all one word for a one month free trial at stitcher.com slash premium. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all new top thrill Two. drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple launch vertical speedway. And it's your last chance to get more fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this limited-time bundle ends June 30th. Save now at cedarpoint.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.